Hey, welcome to the Florida Masters Podcast. My name is John Barrett, your host. I'm elated because uh, I'm back with a banger. I'm super excited for this individual. He's a young man shaking up things in his his field of interest. But before we get into the guests, we got admin tasks we have to take care of because we do what we have to do, right? Right? Please follow us on IG and Facebook at For the Masters Podcast. We're on YouTube at JB the Masters Podcast. Hey, I'm seeing the views. Please subscribe. Make sure you subscribe and let's get our followers, our subscribers up, okay? Um, Anchor Supporters is up. So if you want to support the podcast monetarily, please sign up for Anchor Supporters, okay? I'm super excited for all the Facebook love. Let's continue to uh, make this the biggest podcast in the world. The guest I have today, um, when I was when I was coaching um, Division II wrestling, I noticed a, a young coach, he's doing his thing in, in his sport of interest, and I just noticed he had, like, good values and he uh instilled that in all his athletes so i'm super excited he was able to jump on the podcast have coach mike Giannis on the podcast today coach how you doing hey good good greetings from bowling green ohio bowling green ohio i'm happy you jumped on the podcast and i'm even happier just to have a conversation and reconnect with you hey great great seeing you love, love what you're doing here and uh you know, I'm uh, I'm gonna have to get on there monetarily and, and give you some ducats. Hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate <laughs> it. I know, like you jumping on a podcast means the world to me, honestly. So, how have you how have you been? You know, and um, don't get too much into your current plans because we're gonna get into that. But like, how have you been doing? Doing well. Um, currently sitting in uh, in my childhood home. Wow. Um, and and kind of getting back to getting uh moving back here to the toledo bowling green area my uh my dad who's aging asked if i could take uh take over the house so it's been a labor of love and uh uh chickens ducks um out in the, out in the country so um breathing that fresh air right now no i i understand that i mean i think that's super beneficial a and b like that that shows a lot about your heart you know to like do that at this point in your life yeah, well, thanks. Yeah, miss missing everybody. Uh, you know, formerly uh, we, coaching at Wheeling, I miss miss the family over there, um, and uh, continue to connect and uh, yeah, with uh, with coaches and, and and players and whatnot. So, and you? Yeah, most definitely. It definitely was a family, and there was some there were some aspects of the family that I love, um, and I I, w- I want to talk about it with you because I noticed that some things you just fell in line with and then like you were doing your own, even in the summers, you know, and I think that's how we kind of grew closer, but, but for everyone listening, coach Mike Giannis, um, where, where are you from? Like, how did you grow up? Like, did you grow up in a country? Did you grow up a country boy? Yeah. So, uh, uh, born in Toledo, uh, was, uh, actually, uh, in, uh, was, uh, an orphan growing up and, uh, uh, was a, uh, was a ward of the state, uh, if you will. And, uh, um, uh, was, uh, in and out of, uh, foster homes and, uh, at three years old, uh, um, uh, you know, a family from Bowling Green, uh, took me in and, um, the rest is history. So, um, you know, uh, uh, grew up, uh, you know, I was, I was born in the, uh, in the same hospital is uh, our the uh, we in Ohio we call the the team up north, uh, 
you know, the, the uh, head coach of, of the team up north. Uh, he was born in the same hospital, and actually Urban Meyer was uh, born in the same hospital as well. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, very humble beginnings, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm proud to call uh, Bowling Green home and literally this, you know, these four walls home, and, and I have a very loving family, but, um, you know, coming back, um, helping support, um, you know, my dad and, and, uh, um, first and foremost, um, mother's passed away, but, uh, you know, when you're, when you're in college athletics, um, it's, you know, there's a lot of sacrifices being made, um, as you know, coach and, and, um, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, from recruiting to, to coaching early, early mornings, late nights, um, you know, scouting reports and, 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 you know, where, where coaching takes you, um, it, you know, it's, it's not convenient, uh, yeah. always, especially when you aspire to, uh, to be a college coach, to, to stay close to home. Not most definitely. A, I want to say that like, that's a testament to you and like everything you're able to accomplish up until this point in time. You know, I had no idea. That's phenomenal. Yeah. It's some, you know, something that, um, you know, even, um, you know, not something you're, you're always comfortable talking about. Um, yeah. but, but, uh, as you, as, you know, as I, you know, reach out and I'm, you know, teaching, you know, teaching, uh, kids as I, as I did back in wheeling over the summers, um, you know, special needs and, uh, kids, you, you learn, you learn a little bit about yourself and, and how to face yourself and, and kind of deal with, you know, deal with your, your past. So, um, that definitely was an eye opener for me. So, um, but, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, you're always learning, you're always learning about yourself and, and, um, you know, um, some of those cloudy days and cloudy moments, you know, uh, to be able to shine some light on those and, and to be able to face them and to, and, you know, they're a part of who you are and, 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 uh, you know, from, you know, from that to, um, just in embracing, you know, my ethnicity and, and, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm African-American and Mexican-American. So, um, some of the things that we did over, you know, over at Wheeling with, you know, the Martin Luther King committees and, and, uh, you know, having, a uh, having a forum, uh, was was important to me personally. Now, mo most definitely, and I knew immediately when you got on campus that like you were interested in those, like those type of things, you know. And I I really feel like again a more seasoned coach like yourself, you you already knew that like in order to like translate well in the court, we had to translate well in every aspect of our life. So you have to have your education well. You have to do service. You have to do all these different things that like contribute to that. And as soon as you got on campus, you started hitting the ground running. You know, and um, that's what I noticed about you immediately. So, like, kudos to you. You know, and let's let's pivot to your career. So, you uh, coached at uh, Owens Community College before Willing, and then you came to Willing Willing Jesuit uh, University as the uh, women's head coach. And you were there for what four years? Yeah, three years. Three years, and then now you're back at Owens Community College. Yeah, so um, uh, I'm back. I am now the men's basketball coach. Okay. Um, this. This afternoon, I'll be out on the recruiting trail, and uh, we're in the process of signing our class for for 2022 as well. So, um, 
So been a women's coach for, for a lot of years um, and moving back, um, you know, actually moved back and, and got into industry. And, um, you know, in my, in, in my, it, it also a part of who I am is, is I've professionally got into environmental health and safety. Okay. So when I moved back and um, that's, you know, that is what, um, uh, what I came back to do was environmental health and safety. It wasn't until Owens called me, told me that um, their uh, coach had dropped the keys and walked out and they wanted, they wanted to find someone that they didn't have to vet yeah. um, to hire and, and somebody that knew the system, uh, knew the curriculum. And I, I think they probably laughed at that because, you know, who, you know, <laughs> yeah. who, who, who could that be? And, and then the athletic administrator said that, well, Mike Giannis just moved back to Toledo. And so they said, call him. So yeah, it called me. And, and so, you know, it, it's, it, uh, I'm honored to, to be the men's coach. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, you're, when your parents are telling you don't burn any bridges, um, you know, leave things better than when, how you left them. Um, you know, that's all true, man. Um, yeah. if I would have left, um, I left Owens in, in a bad light. Um, I certainly wouldn't have got the call back. Um, you know, all my references from being an environmental health and safety coordinator in the past, you know, those people, you know, I had to reach out to them and ask them to be my reference. And, and, uh, you know, I'm, you know, proud to call them friends and, and contemporaries. So, um, you know, they helped me get back into environmental health and safety and, and you know, currently doing that uh, still today, um, along with the coaching. So, um, you know, uh, it's uh, that's something to be said to, to, you know, keep your relationships and, and uh, you know, you're always going to have strife and disagreements and whatnot. And, and you know, from a professional standpoint, um you know, conflict resolution and, and, you know, being a team player, definitely, uh, you know, things that, you know, I've, I've been my, my parents instilled in me and, and just hold very true for me um, and moving back here. Not most definitely, most definitely. I think, uh, you know, not burning bridges, you know, leaving on good notes are super, super important, no matter like what it is, you know, and um, that's something I noticed about you. You were always like super, super calm. You know, and I, but I always knew you had a lot going on, you know, because again, like the, the hustle and bustle of college athletics is, is so much. It's, it's like it, the season, does, just because the season end doesn't mean like, you know, we stop like grinding, you know, you're right. recruiting, you know, you got off season workouts, athletes who want to do more, you know, they're staying around, you know, you're, you're doing a lot and you might not have an assistant, you know, you mm -hmm. might not have an assistant. So I, I definitely respect that. And then, you know, something I'm learning as I get older too, is like how to deescalate uh, situations and things like that. I feel like I didn't do a, a, a pretty good job at that, honestly. And, um, so like, like, just talk about that. Like, like, how do you stay so calm, you know? And, and I know, and I know it was stressful, you know, and I, and I know based off your profession that like, you know, you do meet those, those, those athletes who are, who could be pre-badonas in some cases. So how do you deal with that? Well, JB, first of all, I, I did not attend the Will Smith school of conflict resolution. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I didn't. I, I, I'm glad I didn't go to that. I tell you, um, you know, uh, well, first of all, I'm not perfect. Right. Okay. Um, you know, I, I made, I've made my mistakes, you know, I've had to, you know, I've had to, you know, look myself in the mirror and say, did I, you know, did I handle that right? Or did I handle that wrong? At the end of the day, you just have to do the best you can. Um, you know, there were definitely, um, you know, challenges, um, you know, whether that's at Owens or Wheeling Jesuit or Wheeling University. Um, and you just try to, you know, try the try to do the best that you can and, and, you know, put your best foot forward and, and, and stay professional. Um, and, you know, that's, you know, that is, you know, what I try to do and, and continue to do. So, um, you know, you never, you never stop learning, uh, about yourself and, and, you know, you never stop learning about, you know, how to handle situations. So, yeah. um, you know, and yeah, as you get older, you get wiser and, and, you know, uh, you know, you, you, you certainly, it, it, it'd be nice to learn from all, all your wins, but, you know, uh, uh, you learn a lot from your defeats and, you know, I mean, first year we were there, uh, we were four and 24 and, yeah. you know, then the second year you're there, you're 11 and 19 and the, you know, the third year, which was a COVID year and, and, you know, man, yeah. that came with, you know, came with uh, a lot of stop and go and, and, you know, uh, uh, testing three times a week um, and dealing with, you know, uh, dealing with folks with co being COVID positive. Um, you know, we go nine and nine. So, you know, so, you know, you, you know, you, you hope and you pray and, and, and you just try to do your best to, to continue to improve uh, despite, you know, the outside noise um, and, you know, worldwide, world, worldwide epidemics that are, that are happening. And, and so, um, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the fact we were able to do that. You know, um, you know, there's some great things that came, that, that came out of that. And, and, um, uh, you know, uh, um, again, I just, I, I, I think back to, you know, all the things that happened actually was, was back in Wheeling, uh, three weeks ago and, and, uh, just, just, you know, reminiscing and, and I'll stop at the school to, yeah. you know, to, to talk to a few people. So, so yeah, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's something that uh, you're continue to hone your craft and, and, and get, get to know yourself and, and, you know, how to deal with, with those situations. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. I think, um, I think for me, it was like learning how that it's okay to like not be the aggressor, not to like, you know, defend yourself, not to, you know, tell people what they did wrong. Just like take the super humble approach is like always better. Cause like, I think when people usually are getting angry or frustrated, it's because they're getting like that for a reason, something that happened that they felt like they did wrong or, you know, and they're really trying to get some help or some input, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, you, you, no one wants to be weak, um, yeah. and, and that's, that's tough. And I guess that's the difference between, uh, immaturity and maturity yeah. and, you know, someone and that's, you know, that's professional. So, um, you know, now when you're at home, um, you know, <laughs> with your kids, uh, you know, 
it's in your you're in your domain and and you may handle things a little differently but even even at home you know i'm like wait a minute so i'd be going off the handles or should i handle this the way i handle my team and the way i handle uh handle things you know things at work so uh so again it it's like you know when you're when you're at home with 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 kids um you know you're like you 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 tend to, you know, second guess the way you handle your, your children as well. So, um, so it's, yeah, always learning. No, absolutely. So, so let's pivot here. What, like, what sparked your interest to want to be a coach? Like to like, what, what, what did you develop that passion for? Because I know a lot of people like, you know, they, they, they participate in athletics, you know, and that's where they're passionate about. Um, but very, very, very few are actually passionate about like coaching and like, and I, I get more of a, more energetic, more anxious, like coaching than I did as a competitor, you know, and it's way more reward as a coach, especially in the back end of the careers or when they matriculate on. So let's talk yeah. about that. Like, what's your passion looking like? Well, I, um, you know, growing up, I, growing up in high school, I, you know, I, of course played basketball and, mm-hmm. and just loved it, loved it. my coaches and, uh, ran track and just always connected, still connected to, to my high school coaches. And, and, um, actually, um, to get things started, JB, I, um, never went to a, a girl's game in high school. Yep. Okay. <laughs> never, never, you know, they practiced before or after us and, you know, I just, I just never went. And my, um, I had one day I'd ask my parents for the car to go on a date. And my mom said, yeah, you can borrow the car tonight on one condition. You go to your sister's eighth grade basketball game. <laughs> I, and never been to her game either. So uh, I go, oh, all right. You know, so here we go. Eight o'clock in the morning. Um, we go and she's playing CYO basketball. And, uh, you know, they back then they turned the heat down in the gym. So you're in, in there at eight o'clock and. You know, I got my letter jacket on, but here's my sister and and her teammates out there with shorts. They're freezing, yeah. And uh, they start playing, and you know, JB right away. I was like, well, you know, they got talent, but their coach sucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And my mom said, well, why don't why don't you ask to uh, to help? And I said, well, I don't have time for that. I'm I'm playing varsity basketball. I'm going, you know, I'm in high school. She said, "We'll we'll make the time. Go go. Uh, you know, why don't you go ask to help?" I said, "Okay." So went down after the game and and uh, asked the coach, who was a college uh, was a, a college student. You know, oh. hey, can I? That was okay. a college student at at Bowling Green State University, and and uh, asked if I could help. And she said, "Yeah." As a matter of fact you can take over the team and what I'll do is make sure that I can uh, coordinate the rides for the team to the games. So in getting back in the vehicle, my, my mom asked, well, what happened? I go, well, I, I guess I'm the coach now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So the first day I was nervous and I got the whistle and, you know, within five minutes, I, I just, I fell in love with it. Um, uh, and so, you know, I have to thank my, my mother for, for pushing me into the, in getting, getting started. And, um, 
you know, of course, my sister wasn't very happy. She's like, you know, Mike made me run today. I had to run and now I'm I feel sick. And uh, that was rewarding. I ain't gonna lie. I, hopefully she doesn't watch this. <laughs> uh, so uh, but she's proud of the fact that she was on my first team. And, you know, that team ended up, you know, going on and, and you know, uh, you know, we were from Bowling Green, but we played in a, a Toledo league and and uh, we were runners up in the league and that got us into a state tournament, got in a state tournament and made a really big run. So that was rewarding to see that, you know, what we were doing and what we were, um, you know, what the from plays, the strategy it, wow, this stuff works. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in it. That, yeah, that, that, that rush and reward. Um, so I could actually apply what I was learning in high school, you know, to, you know, to that eighth grade level and, and just continued to, you know, to, uh, got left and went to college for a couple of years, came back and, and then started coaching again and, um, and, um, you know, started off in, in CYO and, and, um, and as those players moved on, um, the, the high school coaches asked me to come in and help um, with camps. They then asked me to become a, an assistant coach and from an assistant to that grew into a varsity job. And, you know, and then just got more and more involved on the travel circuit with AAU and, and then eventually, uh, you know, got to know college coaches. They were recruiting my, uh, my kids and, still great friends to this day, all those coaches and, and, um, which led to, um, the, uh, the appointment at Owens. Man, that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal. And, that, and that's a blessing because like, you know, unexpectedly, you know, you started coaching and now, you know, years later, you're still coaching. So like, what are your, what are your stables of coaching? Like, what do you try to instill in any program you go to? Well, that, you know, that, that, uh, the sense of team, um, first of all, I don't, you know, I've heard so many horror stories about coaches and, um, and about, um, you know, just being, um, always right. And, uh, uh, not listening, um, and, um, you know, not taking input, um, from their coaching staff. So I've really wanted to involve, um, you know, my, first and foremost, my coaches and, and develop, you know, develop someone into that captain to, to, you know, to lead, um, and, and listen to that person. So, you know, I try to be a player's coach. Um, I, I like, I'd like to do that. Um, and, you know, get, you know, really try to get one of my players to, you know, to, to, I want someone as in a leadership position to emulate that. You know, someone that can listen and and hear hear all the drama and sort it out and and you know bring what's relevant, uh, you know to to the staff. Um, you know, there's always you know there's always chatter. JB, you know, you've yeah. been in the locker room that doesn't need to necessarily hit you know hit the coach's coach's table or coach's ear. Um, you know, but uh, you know. To, but to sort that out and, and, you know, I hear it too. Um, you know, it's funny, uh, you know, these, these player players never think, you know, everything. Yeah. And you know, everything, um, you know, you, 
you know you have to you know fact find make sure what's you know what what's true what's not true um you know it, it's just there's there's so much um uh, that happens in a season especially with you know with college um that you know you 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 really have to you know balance all that out and and uh, and make sure you you make r- the right decisions but but yeah i want to be a player's coach and um you know and and have a good relationship you know with with my players but have that you know professional distance um that that you need no i i agree i think there's definitely limits and um, like like i said like from just like being there with you for those uh, short years i definitely noticed that um definitely could tell you're a season coach you know um, is dealing with the personalities, dealing with the mindsets of, of certain athletes. You you got to understand athletes, A. You got to understand that, B, they're coming from a place of, like, their world at that point in time. They're coming from college, you know. And um and I, I guess for me, I, I understood that, like, quickly because I was so close to it when I, when I started coaching. And I didn't have to be a head coach yet, you know. And that's why I think that development of time is so important. I was not ready to be a head coach for my first two, three years, you know. Mm. And, um, yeah, so, like, super, super important. And, like, captains are crucial, you know. And, um, I, I, like I said, like, I noticed that immediately when you when you stepped on campus. So, like, kudos to you. Kudos to you, a player's coach, you know, most definitely. Yeah, and, and um, you know, I mean, you're learning from your contemporaries and, and um, you know, and Chris Richardson, the, the men's coach over there, we're, we continue to, you know, he's at the Final Four now and, and continue to be friends and, and um you know, uh, Sue Vale, who's, uh, you know, just earned Mountain East Conference Coach of the Year. I'm happy for her. Phenomenal. Um, and, you know, Emily uh, Hotzefell, who uh, uh, earned uh, Player of the Year. I'm, I'm, and she's she's on the basketball team. So, you know, proud of her. But, you know, Charles, you know, Coach Marshall down at, down at West Virginia State, you know, he and I are, are great friends. And he was recruiting my players when, uh, you know, when we were uh, – uh, when I was up here at Owens and then, um, you know, congratulations to the Glenville women's basketball team, you know, winning a national championship, you know, it's great, great for the state of West Virginia. And, and, um, you know, she's worked really hard and, you know, uh, you know, she's certainly seen, um, you know, seen, uh, dealt, dealt with diversity and having her, her father pass away. Um, and so, um, you know, she had a guiding light. That is for sure. No, most definitely. And I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear about your mom as well. You know, and um, it is definitely not not easy. So, so I, I guess what what helps you stay focused on a goal, like when you have obstacles and when you go through that like adversity. Well, uh, um, you know, that's you can easily get derailed, right? Um, and and um just trying to keep keep the ship the ship level um and you know try try again to to you know limit the outside noise and 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 try to sort out and and get get you know players to to understand you know the the potential the team has and you know the things that we can achieve so um you know that's uh obviously sometimes easier said than done um i think you know what you said jb you have to be seasoned um you know you have a goal um everybody doesn't everybody want to win the league 
Yeah. Doesn't everybody want to win a national championship? I mean, yeah. um, you know, but uh, you know, the things, you know, the 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 negatives definitely hurt that process of, of achievement. But as you know, JB, even even doing doing what you need to do and and putting in the extra work doesn't always yield the the, res, the result you want. Yeah. And, and that's hard, man. That's, that's really hard. Um, you know, you've got NFL players that are putting in the work and um, they're not starters yeah. or they don't get that contract contract extension. Um, and um, you know, I, it's, you know, the, in today's day and age, I don't know if, if that's harder for, for young people to, live with yeah um you know is it easier to live with that highlight that highlight on twitter of of you duncan and even though your team lost by 60 yeah i'm good i'm good everybody's liking my dunk so yeah. you know i mean i certainly didn't have that you know when i when i was younger i didn't have that you know that gratification that instant gratification, gratification. So things are, are different now, um, you know, certainly, you know, with, with, uh, with social media, um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, there's, and, and social media can derail your team, you know, depending really? on a, uh, depending on a comment, a comment by a, you know, by a player, a comment by a staffer, a comment by a parent, you know, so, um, you know, if you can, you know, imagine the what Michigan went through with you know, uh, with with that drama that they had on the men's team. Yeah. You know, with Jawan Howard. You know, how do you navigate through all that? So, um, it is definitely, you know, on the front end, you know, making sure your staff and you are, you know, are humble and you understand, you know, the ramifications of you know, going left to center, um, you know, people are watching you, um, and, um, you know, people are watching you on social media and, you know, people are watching you from every angle, Absolutely. including the masses. Yeah. So, um, it, it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a new day. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you want to try to, you know, keep, keep the drama as, you know, as grounded as possible and people, aren't going to like decisions, aren't going to like shots, aren't going to like moves, aren't going to like, um, aren't going to like certain things, but you know, you try to develop that chemistry early. We're certainly trying to do that at here, here at Owens with, uh, with our workouts and, and using, you know, social media and using, uh, group texting as a, a method, you know, for these, for these kids to, you know, to get along. Um, so yeah. It's a, it's, it's a very loaded question, right? Um, you know, even, you know, JB, as you, you from being a player to, to today, I mean, you know, social media is, is, you know, it's, it's different, you know, it, it, it change, it's a game changer and, and it can be something very positive and um, also can, you know, can really derail your team. And so uh, controlling the controllables, you know, yep. talking to your team about, you know, about limiting their, you know, their thoughts, 
um, their 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 actions. They they might not limit their thoughts. You can go into the bathroom at in your dorm and scream <laughs> and scream yeah. to the hilltop, but to actually put that you know onto onto social media is um, it it lets the it, it lets the public poke and prod it and and it becomes much bigger than than what it should be no i i agree i think um i think social media is like it definitely is a game changer and for the positive and sometimes for the negative uh i think your asset that i noticed with you immediately was the fact that you kept your your athletes engaged consistently and you and you developed them like all off the court in a sense of like service. And I, I think me and you got close because um, in my in my role, um, I just noticed you always, you know, brought like or at risk or, or people and kids in a community, you brought them to help like do service, you know, even if it wasn't your own athletes. So let, let's talk about that, the role of service in like your coaching style. Yeah, I mean, that that's, you know, um, service with and among others was the is the credo, the motto of uh, of wheeling, but it's you know, and being interviewed, you know, uh, uh, initially that's, you know, that was asked of me, you know, about, about service. So, um, you know, I wanted to make sure that not, not only were we doing the kind of the status quo service, but that I was, I, as a coach was going to put myself out there and, and, uh, you know, get involved. So, you know, we, for the, you know, for several years, I was involved with Goodwill and yeah. bringing, you know, Goodwill had the program where, um, you know, they would bring, you know, at-risk kids um, to learn, uh, to learn about um, job skills, um, life skills and job skills. So, you know, we were, you know, with permission from the university, we were able to bring those kids in and and they were doing different tasks um there on campus and uh, but they were also um learning about how to count money yeah um they were learning uh about the golden rule yeah um they were learning um about uh, resume building and and um so there it was you know obviously very rewarding for me i wanted to i want to be different and i wanted to um you know set an example you know for for the uh, for the other coaches and and um you know definitely learn some things about myself i mean i you know coordinated with them and uh with with good with with goodwill and you know we had to set sit down months in advance to talk about these kids yeah. what made them tick um you know what you know what they're you know uh either whether it was a physical deficiency or a psychological deficiency and um you know so i had to understand that before you know before i could um you know even start to um to deal with them so you know some of them you could be direct some of them you couldn't be so yeah. um you know but you know, JB, isn't that true with your team? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Yeah, isn't that true in the classroom? You know, when yep. you know that first day you're in class, that that instructor is feeling that feeling the room out. Yep. Who who the talkers are, who the silly one is, 
you know, who's the quiet one, who's the, you know, who's the one that's going to engage, um, you know, every time there's a question asked and, you know, who's on their phone all the time, you know, who's late. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's the same thing with, you know, with me, with this group. And um, it just, it, and it was laughable to, to think, man, this is very similar to, to the team in, 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 in some respects, those, those yeah. fundamentals, those fundamentals are the same, you know, you're getting to know your team, you know, as much as possible before you even get them on campus, um, you know, and, and so whether it's an instructor or whether that's a coach or whether that's an athletic director, getting to know me, um, getting to know their staff, I mean, it, it's, those fundamentals are, are the same, um, you know, uh, JB, you, you, you served the, you served the, our country. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, there's there that, I, you know, I, of course, never served our country, um, you know, and uh, some of that is, you know, in, in the military, you try to get we're, we're trying to get all that drama and all of yeah, that. Yeah. Um, you're trying to streamline. Yeah, are, are, it is streamlined. So you know, there is no slouching, there is no being late, you know, there is no, you know, there is, there are no uniform issues. Yep. Um, you know, uh, you know, somebody's coming into practice and, and has, uh, their, you know, we're all supposed to be in red and somebody has got white. Why you got white on? <laughs> I just like white. Well, get on the line. You know, um, that doesn't happen in the military. So, um, you know, I mean, these kids had a dress code and, you know, um, but there are also some challenges at home. Um, and they, as much as the program talked to the parents about not wearing shorts to work, you know, lo and behold, here comes somebody with a pair of shorts. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, but I learned, I, I learned a ton. Um, I'm still friends with the, the, you know, the director and, and the folks that I worked with at Goodwill. Um, you know, I'm very proud of, you know, what we did and, you know, and, and actually in year two, um, of working with them, you know, COVID hit. So yeah. we actually had to help, uh, help we as a team, uh, at Goodwill developed a, um a virtual a virtual curriculum so um so the team you know that there was uh, the team got involved virtually um business business folks um you know were would get on just very similar to what we're doing here to talk about what it you know what it takes to get into hospitality management what it takes to get into manufacturing um you know, uh, we had, uh, you know, hairdressers on to talk about, you know, to talk about what it takes, you know, to get into that industry. So, um, you know, along with admissions folks from, you know, Bethany, West Liberty, um, and of course, Wheeling. So it was, and it, it, was, it was, it was a great experience. Now, 100%. And um, I definitely noticed with these, with the, with the kids too, is just like, you give me the back brief, you know, and sometimes, you know, and, and, and being in the military, you know, with my soldiers, I'm like, hey, like, you know, I'm trying to figure it out. I wish I had a back brief like you gave me for those kids, you know, yeah. because you can, um, you can, you can, you can get them to do what you need to do or like show them something new if you got to know their personality. 
So, yeah. you know, I, I appreciate that for you. Um, and like, that's, that's phenomenal work. And, you know, a lot of people on this podcast, they, they want to know how can I become a better person? How can I become a better leader? What's one thing you can leave with them coach? Um, do something outside the box. Um, you know, that, you know, that really, um, you know, with community service, I would, I would get in, involved in, in, in something, um, that makes you, isn't comfortable. Um, you know, uh, you know, whether that's, you know, working with Goodwill, there's, you know, the Appalachian Institute, um, you know, there are definitely a ton of church organizations and um, to, you know, to get involved with, but, um, you know, to, to get outside your comfort zone is, is, it's eye opening and you, you know, you learn something about yourself. Um, you know, we, we've gotten comfortable, you know, we, you know, being at home with, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to, uh, you know, get home and, and be as comfortable as we, we can because we're at home and Netflix and whatnot, you know. Um, you know, I don't mean uncomfortable instead of watching Netflix, you're watching Disney. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's, not, that's not what I'm saying. So, um, you know, um, you know, not everybody can move. You know, when you move, that's, you know, that is, you learn a lot about yourself. I mean, you know, uh, moving to Wheeling was, you know, and moving my family, it was, we, it was a, a fen phenomenal learning experience, but, you know, to be able to, you know, to, um, work within your geographic area and to, and to, to work with a different group is, um, you know, is, is very important. And, um, and also working with, um, with different, you know, uh, socioeconomic groups and, yeah. and, you know, let's let, and, and race. Okay. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm proud to say that my, you know, my wife's working for, uh, for a homeless shelter in the, in the inner city of Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. And so, you know, our family literally is working, you know, with, you know, every ethnic group, black, white, uh, rich, poor, um, and, you know, homelessness, homelessness, um, doesn't, doesn't, uh, discriminate, uh, doesn't discriminate. Right. So, um, you know, I mean, we're, you know, I'm able to, you know, I'm able to today and, you know, later on today, my wife will, uh, be involved in a, in a walk for, for, um, for battered women. Yeah. Um, so, um, <laughs> You know, so we're, we're, we're talking about that every day. Not everybody has that, you know, has that ability to do that. So, um, you know, so getting outside of your comfort zone and getting involved in, you know, in something that is um, outside of your comfort zone and outside the box is, you know, and it's safe, you know, yeah. Yeah, and, um, now, uh, you know, um, you know, don't join a cult for the weekend. You, yeah. you, you might be staying a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Type of thing, but you know, uh, uh, you know, and, uh, so yeah, that's, that's, that's super important. No, most definitely. And, and I, that's something I noticed about you, like your, your service opportunities were out the box and like really went to a need that like, I don't think we always address, especially, um, 
with, with the type of service we did, you know. Um, yeah, we went out and helped the marginalized, but, man, you brought them on campus, you know. Um, granted, we need to help, like, doing things around campus, but these kids might not have, like, seen what college was like before or mm-hmm. met college students or what's – oh, man, you guys have activities on campus? Like, you guys just don't go to school yeah. and, like, chill out? You know, so I think that was, like, a phenomenal, you know, experience. And um, so, so Coach, where can people find you if they have questions? Or if they, they say, hey, I want my kid to be coached by Mike Giannis, where can they find you? Well, they can go to owensexpress.com. Um, that's, uh, you know, there's obviously the school's athletic page. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm on social media. Um, you know, I, I'm Mike Giannis. Um, you know, I've never, you know, I've never had to, to throw out my, 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 my stuff, you know, I gotta, I gotta make sure to remember that. But, <laughs> Most definitely. But definitely ownsexpress.com. And, you know, we're, I mean, we're actively, uh, you know, looking actually down, you know, down in that area um, for recruits. I mean, I'm, you know, my eyes are open to Southern Ohio and West Virginia. Um, you know, we just got a, actually had a email from, from a player from Notre Dame college oh. who wants to transfer to Owens and he's from Pittsburgh. So, oh, wow. you know, so that's, 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 that's great. And, um, and so, uh, you know, uh, it's funny. We we had a we had a, a player from Delaware um, come to campus this week, um, and uh, the his head coach was at at one point um, was coaching at Wheeling, really, and, um, and brought you know called me up and said, "Hey, I've got I've got these kids." Um, please come take a look. So, um, so OwensExpress.com, um, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, very, uh, you know, obviously from people who know me, I'm, you know, you know, please get a hold of me on, on social media. But for anybody that's listening, I mean, I'd be, be glad to interact and and talk to you. And you know, you're going to be out, might ask me questions, but I want to learn about, you know, about anyone that's listening as well. So. Um, you know, I, no, I appreciate the opportunity. I'm, I'm really happy you're doing this. I'm proud of you. Um, you know, I mean, there's definitely, you know, people that get involved and are, um, that are, have a, have an interest and a, a focus on making people better. You know, I gravitate to, yeah. um, and, and so, you know, make no mistake, you know, what you were doing, um, you know, on campus interest me. So, yeah. you know, that's, you know, so, um, you know, somebody that's, you know, clocking in, going, going to work nine to five and, um, and doesn't like interacting. I don't, I, I don't like those folks. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, you know, I, I, and I think you're very much like this people like that. I tend to, I tend to disturb. Yeah. I tend to talk to, you know, yeah. well, good morning. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Good morning. Come well, on, now. Same way. Same come way. on now. You know, don't don't be. If you're like that, stop. You know, I mean, you know, do we we all want to have to, you know, go to a nine to five job? I mean, is that really what we want to? I mean, yeah. You know, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to work from home too. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, I mean, if if you want to be an entrepreneur, there's certainly opportunities for that and you can work from home but 
you know, if you're going to, you know, work in an in industry and, and, you know, uh, you know, uh, be on the board, be on a board, um, you know, white collar, blue collar, uh, you have to interact with your, with, with your employees and you need to interact with your coworkers, um, you know, and, and for goodness sake, if you don't like people, don't get into coaching, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, uh, with community service, uh, you know, with media, um, you know, you need to have a presence uh, about yourself and, and, uh, and JB, you certainly, you certainly are that. And, um, you know, yeah, we, I, I love what you're doing and, and proud of what you're doing. And, and, uh, I want to make sure that we stay in touch. Hey, most definitely coach. And I appreciate you. And that means the world to me, you know, and, um, I, I agree. I, I, like I said, I think I learned this from coaching. I learned this after competing, but just being excited for the opportunity, you know, just being excited for the opportunity, whatever I'm doing, you know, and I'm super grateful and I'm blessed and it's only God, you know, so. I, I appreciate it. And it seemed like you have similar insight. Well, good, man. Hey, hey God bless you. And, and keep it, keep it up. Keep it up. And most definitely going to be the biggest podcast in the world, coach. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's what we strive to do. Absolutely. And hey, thanks coach for jumping on. It means the world to me. You're welcome. All right. God bless. I thought coach. Wow. Coach Mike, honest was a phenomenal, phenomenal spirit. Like uh, just, just incredible. Like what he was doing in in conjunction with coaching, but like what he was doing off the court was even more phenomenal. You know, he was still recruiting. He was doing all those traditional things that coaches do, but he was also ha- doing hella service. He was doing a lot of service, but it wasn't your traditional service like we were used to doing. Like he was bringing like you know at risk disabled kids to campus to help out. You know, treat them like that. Hey, you're just not you're no different from anyone else. Like. How can we support you in your dreams, your passions? You know, so I, I remember there was one young lady he brought on campus and um, she wasn't really, really social or knew what she wanted and maybe had some mental health things going on. However, she was in a phenomenal artist, a phenomenal artist. And um, we were just like, she had an art page on Instagram and, you know, she was like open for commissions, but she wasn't accepting pieces, you know, so we were able to talk to her, talk to her, talk to her about like, hey, so why are you accepting commissions, but you're not accepting pieces, you know, kind of got, got her like past that, you know, and she eventually, you know, started to be accept commissions and stuff for her art. So I'm super grateful for the opportunity. Uh, coach Mike Giannis, like phenomenal experience, seasoned coach um, that I think athletes need. You know, no matter the sport, um, you can't replace experience. You can't replace experience. Again, I appreciate everyone for jumping on the For the Masses podcast. It means the world to me. And thank you and have a great day for the Masses podcast.